0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Tate, what are you looking at? I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> are you, you
0: I haven't seen
2: <laughs> you since Thursday. I just want to make sure you're
1: still all there. I know. It wasn't even Holy Week when you last saw me. No, but now it is. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. I hope everybody got uh, some palms over the weekend, Palm Sunday. And uh, as much as you can, a lot of churches not able to have services this week. But, boy, avail yourself to, what, a tenebrae service... Thursday. Wednesday. Wednesday, rather. And then right. uh, Thursdays, Monday, Thursday, and Friday is. Good Friday. I'm going to be off on Friday, but you're not here then anyway. Doesn't matter to me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> take the day off. Have fun. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, Ben Reikley and Chris Elio will be in that day, so they'll have a lively discussion, no doubt. Plus, it's Financial Do Friday. Do we have first aid
2: equipment on the building? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Chris would ever hurt Ben. I think he just disagrees <laughs> with him. But, uh, yeah, so we can talk about that. But we have open phones today. We hope to hear from Stephen Portnoy, the CBS News White House correspondent during the non. A. M. hour, So, we'll get a real quickie shot from him. We don't have it specifically scheduled yet, but we can talk to him about uh, the, you know, sleepy so oh, Joe Biden's
2: uh, press conference, which was an embarrassment beyond all embarrassments. Always the opportunity to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the, uh, uh, the. Oh, you know, you know the thing. The, uh, the, uh, when a say? person has something they uh, they feel real strongly about and they, and they want to accomplish
1: it, and, um, 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 er, 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 Joe, and you know. Joe, you're sounding like Joe Biden there, so. That was down. my impersonation. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So <laughs> Joe's got something on his mind. That much is clear. So we'll give him the open mic. But, uh, yeah, so that's coming up during the 9 a.m. hour. We can talk about uh, immigration. Of course, the southern border crisis, to the best of my knowledge, has not eased somewhat. The federal response is slowly ramping up so we can and talk about that. Did you see that.
2: that woman standing in front of Ted Cruz as he tried to take pictures? One of Biden's operatives was blocking him. Mm-mm. You didn't see that.
1: I guess they won't show that on other no, networks. No, I only watch conventional news over the weekend. They did
2: show it on Fox. He was trying yeah. to shoot video, and this woman from the from the Biden administration was standing in front of him in a mask, and every time he'd move the camera, she'd move and She kept saying, you're not allowed to take pictures here, sir. You know, please give us a break. We're, we're, we can't allow this. And, of course, you know what they're calling the kids now? They're calling them Biden's baked potatoes because they're all wrapped in those little oh, foil. Su- foil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think you conservatives need some more uh, empathy nicknames. Well, if
2: this if this was during the Trump administration, the liberals would be yelling bloody murder about the cover-up and hiding these things. Mm-hmm. And, and thank goodness the well, fortunately the media get some
1: video. Fortunately, the media favors Joe Biden, so you don't hear about that. All right, 1-800- 795-9565 is our telephone number. There's one of the reporters. I hear a dog barking. Shouting right now. <laughs> I heard a dog barking during your 6 o'clock news. That's morning. Murphy. Murphy, oh, the Murphy's great... Oh, Murphy's back. All yep, right. Yep, and uh, over in the the next room. Uh, Tom Morgan is joining. Well, you know, he said they were going to the dogs over there. Right. Now it's proof. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Murphy's back on the morning show. Next I hope door. they stay away from uh, Lynn Hall's cat. All right. We got one call waiting. You know, we Another. need a pet in here. We need something. Can we get a gerbil or a hamster? <laughs> <laughs> We need a pet that is highly functional, not just decorative. A gerbil is nice, but that doesn't really do anything. We need, a dog would be good. We need a, we need the on-the-mark service dog. Service dog. That can sniff one. out donuts and find, do something for us. How about us? we get Limu Emu and then strangle him? <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. Open phone. We've got two callers waiting. We'll start out with uh, Stan, then we'll go to Than. So good morning, Stan. You're on the mark.
3: Good morning. Uh little bit about gun control and, uh, you know, the 4473 that everyone fills out, and there's a little uh, blurb on there about, are you addicted to or user of illicit drugs, you know, cocaine and that kind of stuff.
1: Are uh, you an unlawful then, was, user or right, addicted to marijuana or used, any depressant yeah. stimulant, narcotic drug or any other controlled substance?
3: Right, addicted to or using, currently using, whatever, but back in 2017, Yeah, 2017 or 2018, Mr. Hunter Biden, you know, our favorite, our favorite first son, went to a gun shop and purchased a firearm. And he filled that form out. And he lied on that form. And then to make matters worse, he takes it home. And his dead brother's widow, which is his girlfriend, takes the gun and throws it away in a dumpster. Behind the grocery store.
1: Well, that's not right.
3: (laughs) And and the Secret Service and find out, and they try and go back, or she goes first. She goes back to try and find it later, or he does, one or the other, and it's gone because there was a dumpster diver found it. He turned it into the police though, because he didn't want you know, he was looking for whatever he was looking for in the dumpster. He wasn't looking for trouble, so he turned it into the police. When they ran the numbers, of course, it came back to honor. Then the Secret Service tried to go back to the gun dealer and secure that 4473 from them, but the, the gun dealer refused because the gun dealer is responsible for that. The only people he can turn that over to is the ATF for their investigation. So I guess the ATF did get involved, but of course, being that he's the favored first son, nothing happened to him. Now, if I did that or you did that, Mark, mm-hmm. our butts would be sitting in prison.
2: Now, this has happened since. Joe Biden has been president? Well, no, it was no, in between. Was it was ago.
3: 2017, 2018. But irregardless, he was a special person. He was under Secret Service, you know, security or whatever, down there in Delaware, not in Delaware. But if we, you know, us commoners did such a thing, our butts would be in jail.
1: So let's start once at the beginning again, then. Okay.
3: Special privileges.
1: So was Hunter actively using illegal drugs at that time?
3: He's been addicted to, it, and he is. He yes. You know they got video of him doing it. What's the yeah, que- what mean, is it, the he, question? He is giving up? He when he was messing with his his dead brother's widow, he was doing crack and all that.
2: Okay. All right. Now was the question: Are you or have you been? Yeah. Well, Peter which or. is it? it's both are you now or yeah. have you ever is that the way it's phrased it's, uh, are, I,
3: I think so i'd have to look at it for you i don't have one right here in front of me well i do but i keep one with uh, hold you know, on hold he, on stand
1: standby stand it says are you an unlawful user of marijuana or any depressant stimulant narcotic drug mm-hmm. or other controlled so, so that's asking currently are you an unlawful or, user of or addicted, Does it say addicted to? Addicted on there? Yeah. yeah. Or addicted to? If it said,
2: "Are you now or have you ever been?" I would say he might be in trouble. But if he answered truthfully at the time that he wasn't, and it doesn't specify a time frame, I mean, I think there's a lot
1: of loopholes there. Are you? Well, okay. no, I'm not because I haven't done anything this past hour. Well, Stan, there's an even bigger question that comes up, and it's not on this form. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Who, cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who
3: cares? I care. Okay. I care, and you should care too, because if it was us our butts would be in prison.
1: Right, but he's part of the elite.
3: He's special because (laughs) he's Joe Biden's son. Right. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, but that's the way it works. I
3: don't care what he does in his private life. He lies on a form, a federal form that gets everybody else in trouble, and he doesn't get any penalty. And then they dispose of the gun in a dumpster. <laughs> now, there's a whole other story.
2: Well, I guess because he's such a big executive in Ukrainian gas and oil, they didn't want to prosecute him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still, I understand what you're saying. I think it's wrong. You know, the laws should apply equally. But unfortunately, the elites get uh, uh, passage on this kind of thing and others. But still, I really think you're going to find that it f- fails the who cares test in most households, yeah, I would, not no yours. Worries,
3: but I, I will give you an example. Suppose it was Don Jr. or Eric Trump that did exactly the same thing. What do you suppose would happen to them, and what would have been all over the news media?
1: I think most news media would say, well, this fails the Who Cares test, and they wouldn't cover it. <laughs> no, you I think better. you're wrong about that. <laughs> all right.
2: I think they you would have... Better. They would have had something to say about the president, President Trump's kids.
1: Well, in any event, this is out there now. None of these laws have exceeded the statute of limitations. So if these uh, dastardly violations have occurred and this uh, cover-up and, once again, elites using their abilities to stay out of hot water has happened, it certainly is out in the open now. Uh, Stan, we'll give you 10 more seconds. What else? Yeah, and, uh, you know,
3: everything that's going on at the border right now, I'm going to skip to the border now. You know, ten seconds. Ten seconds. uh, You don't have time for a topic. (laughs) Human slave trade, because these people being trafficked by these coyotes and the cartels are coming over here and putting indentured servitude to pay back their debts to these cartels. So it's a modern day slavery, and the Biden administration, with his acts, are complicit in it.
1: All right, we got you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, really, for calling in, Stan. That's, I guess to- that's why they're calling them Biden's baked potatoes. I'm glad to hear from you, Stan. Thank you for. <laughs> Stop. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Than, last caller before a quickie break. Uh, go right ahead, sir. You're on the mark.
4: Good morning. Well, I don't laugh at those poor children down there, whether they're baked potatoes or not. I don't think it's funny. That's number one. I think it's terrible. And what they are trying to do, and you know this is true, they're trying to straighten out what the Trump administration (laughs) messed up down there, and it's very very tough to do and what I did the uh,
2: what did the trump administration mess up i mean the border crossings were way down the lowest they've been in years how did they mess that up they were yeah, sending the kids back to they were telling them to stay in mexico which is the first rule of okay. seeking okay, asylum isn't wanna, it
4: i don't want to argue that because you've got the fox argument and it works sometimes and other times it doesn't i actually called this morning to say to you joe Once again today, you said something about how Biden was not a person who speaks well because of his stuttering. I didn't say anything about
2: his stuttering. He wasn't stuttering. He was shambling and rambling. That's uh, not stuttering. I I, I can identify stuttering.
4: Okay, you don't believe in that disability, I understand, <laughs> however. That's not what
2: he was doing, it. then. that's not what he was doing, stuttering is da-da-da-da-da-da. But this was, okay. I can't even put a thought together.
4: Uh, Joe, you don't know what you're talking about. Now <laughs> let's go to what I called about. And uh, number one is that do you really want a press conference where the president says, uh, you ought to not be a reporter because you're no good uh all mexicans are rapists all that sort of thing would you rather have trump calling out people blaming everybody else and demeaning people Than a guy who has a stutter who takes a little time to talk.
2: He isn't stuttering, first of all, Than. You should look up stuttering in the
1: dictionary, and then you'll see and listen to people who stutter. Regardless, but answer Than's question. Uh, I I I would like like
2: to have a president of the United States who doesn't need a cheat sheet to answer questions, who doesn't need a uh, a list of reporters who are acceptable, who will ask him soft questions, who doesn't need a face list of the reporters in the room so he can remember who they are? That's a and I'd like a president who takes tough questions. That's the president I'd like.
4: At the tough question asked by a reporter of Trump, Trump would say, "You know, I have no right," and your network. Is an enemy of the people,
2: but he called on them. That's the difference. They don't even call on them. Of all the pool reporters from the networks, of all the pool reporters, only one wasn't called on. Steve or Peter Ducey from Fox. Every other one was called on. You
4: know what? A lot of us think. Answer that, then. Answer
2: that. Why is that okay? It
4: isn't okay. Was it okay that? What was it? Bob Costa, No, not uh, Bob. You're, you're
2: deflecting, then. You always accused me of that during the Trump your years. Questions. You're deflecting. He answered your question <laughs> No, he didn't. Directly. He did, too. He said that's not okay. <laughs> but now he's going on to Bob Costas. What's Bob Costas got well, to do well, with it? I'm if you ask I'm yes sure or no questions, questions take the answer.
5: He's talking about Jim Acosta. Oh, Jim Acosta. Uh, okay.
4: There you go. <laughs> and uh, Trump absolutely demeaned him, embarrassed him, shut him off because he didn't like the question. And that wasn't right. If we
2: argued in this program that he should like? not have revoked his press credential and he shouldn't have. But now you're saying, you're, you always accuse me of, of doing what if or what about, what about. Now you're doing the same thing. Yeah, because I thought you were better than me or you claim to be.
4: What you're saying is you would prefer a man who calls people names. No, I didn't say that then. I did not say that.
2: I said I would prefer a president who takes tough questions. I don't care whether he's a Republican or Democrat. I mean, Trump's left a lot to be desired. I've made that argument many times in this program.
4: We we agree on that one.
2: But Joe Biden, you can't admit that Joe Biden is just not coherent most times. He needs cheat sheets. He needs cheat sheets to answer questions. You saw the close-up pictures of his cheat sheets everything that they were likely to ask him. He knew what questions he was going to get because he had a list of reporters to call on, and that list didn't include anybody who might ask him a tough question or follow up on a question. You know, I didn't check
4: Fox this morning <laughs> because I don't know all of that stuff. Uh, because, number one, I watched the news conference. So I did I. He, I agree he has a way of uh, keeping himself on track Uh, by having the notes, which is not a bad idea. I'm assuming, Joe, when you're the head of some organization, you walk in with notes and you check them.
2: Am I right? Not necessarily a president. We expect our president to
1: have a grasp of basic facts. I think President Trump always had notes with him when he did a news conference. I never saw him have notes.
2: I never saw him have a list of people's faces that he needed to call on. He never had a list. Let's see, where am I here now? Um, um, (laughs) um, Oh, yes, uh, CBS, Bill Smith. Look, (laughs) President Biden could... It's not my fault.
6: I am not responsible
2: <laughs> for him. You voted for him. You world.
1: you voted for him. You are responsible. Partially, yeah. You are one-seventieth <laughs> million responsible, thing, just so you know.
2: one million, isn't it? What, oh, yeah, 80th Trump, million. Right, yeah, 180th million. million. And by the way, you look up
4: stuttering and see what it does to you when you really have a serious case.
2: But he right. doesn't it, have a serious case. He doesn't stutter okay. all the time. He just stutters when he can't think. And that isn't okay, even doctor. stuttering.
4: I understand, Doctor. Uh, <laughs> please. You need some medical training, Joe.
1: Doctor McGonahan. I've had I, some I,
2: think
4: I prefer somebody who's confused to somebody <laughs> who's stupid
1: and I got that. All right. <laughs> yes, it's an upgrade no matter what. Thank you so much, Stan. Really appreciate the Let's call. Let's see. Thank you. Thank you. i got two you, choices, confused and stupid. What a great choice for well, President of look, the United States. You know, <laughs> I know you don't like President Biden. You think that he's... No, I don't.
2: As a man, I think he's well, a wonderful all right, person. Fine.
1: As a president, you don't you don't think he's hardly... I don't the, think he's up to the he's job. He's hardly... The, he may not be. He, he could be the worst human in the world. He's still an upgrade from President Trump, and that's why he's in there. And you, basking in the glow of President... President Trump every day and all the terrible things that he did. Yes, yes, you did. When the whole time he was there, you brought <laughs> him low. President Biden is there because of you. So just remember that. The country. 80 million people said, "Oh my god, we have got to get an upgrade no matter." And 75 million who it people
2: is. said, "God bless President Trump, he's doing the right thing."
1: We'll even pick a candidate who is far from perfect because he has the most chance to win. Even though he might have been the least perfect, he had the most chance to win, so people picked him. So, before you complain well. about President Biden, remember your President Trump him well, there. Now,
2: let me see, uh, uh, where am I? we got to oh, take a quick yes, break. Well, where am hey. I here? I'm kind of, oh, oh there it is. Oh, wait, wait a second. Oh, <laughs> hey, we have to take a break. Do, all your to, do fault, we have to Joe. take a
1: break? Yes, it's your fault, Joe. You brought him here. On the mark, sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. I want to tell you, last week I had a chance uh, to drive around in the uh, 2021 Ford F-150. Now, this was that antimatter blue, which I really actually didn't realize how blue it was until we got it out in the sun the next day. But uh, it has got some great features. I have driven hundreds of vehicles, but this one has a 360 degree camera package. So there's cameras uh, in the front bumper, on the back bumper, up on the top, all the way around on the mirrors and so on. What does that mean? Okay, that means there's literally a drone following you around. You turn these cameras on and on the screen in front of you, you can see an overhead view of where your truck is in relation to other vehicles, the curb. If you're trying to park it, you can see the curb. If you know there's a stop sign there or a sign along the road, you can pull right in there. It won't let you hit the parking meter Uh, the hill hold of course it's an all hold not just holding the truck on hills but it makes sure that you stand by of course it has the eco mode you know i put it on that right away so i get about 30 miles to the gallon on the highway also has an eco coach (laughs) (laughs) That helps you out. So in case you're curious as to when you might be able to save a penny on gasoline, it says, okay, this is it. Ease up a tiny bit. uh, And, of course, it monitors your speed. Make sure you're not going over the speed limit if you wanted to. Uh, And it just has just so many great. And if you're trailering, it has four little helpers that jump out of the vehicle and go on all all four sides of the vehicle and the trailer to make sure you're backing up okay. And it backs it up for you so you don't have to do it. You just take your hands off the wheel and away you go. and your trailer ends up in your freshly cleaned out garage. So it's just a great truck. $44,000. Uh, that's before you really start the haggarization. So it's. I think it's a great bargain, too. We'll talk more about the earth, this in the days and weeks ahead. Uh, we invite you to give us a call. Uh, 1-800-795-95650. You can get that truck at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. All right, got some text that came in lately, and we got a caller ready to go. Hit a text. All right, Than, you started your call with bl- a lie blaming
2: Trump for the border crisis. The crisis is 100% on Biden. And another text says, no, Than, you got both with Biden, confused and stupid.
1: I wonder um, if somebody could codify how President Trump... Created and/or contributed to this crisis. I really think that the changes that were made. I mean, I guess the surge was coming before the uh, uh, President Biden took over. No, but well, only because they anticipated
2: what he would do. He said on day one he was going to. You let me finish. This is the
1: second person that says that President Trump contributed to this crisis. I'd like to see precisely well, like what that how. contribution is. You know, I, 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 I didn't like all of the things that the president, uh, Trump, did. But I think, you know, was it, having a safe and secure border is just sound national policy. Was
2: it inhumane to take people who crossed the border illegally and say to them, you must stay in Mexico? You can't come in No, I don't your, think anybody thought that was. We took your name and address.
1: Oh, no, that's what they're saying. That no, that I think they human. say the uh, family separation policy where they would uh, remove But that had stopped long before Trump no, no, was out no, no, of no, office. No, it continued on. And now they still have 600 kids they don't know who they belong to. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Jim, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
7: Yeah, hello, guys. I'd just like to make a statement. I don't see any problem with the president of the United States having notes at a press conference. And Trump had notes, except they were scribbled down in markers. and his notes were to make sure he got to say what he wanted to say, especially about Hulan virus or China virus or some derogatory statement. But Joe takes his time and thinks sometimes before he makes a statement, which I would think is better than if you go by (laughs) factcheck.com Trump couldn't put two sentences together without a lie in between. So that's why he ended up with over 30,000 lies in his term of office. As far as last week, you were covering AR-15 type automatic rifles. Why in the world are we selling them type of military rifles to American citizens? They are designed to kill people. They will blow your head off. They'll blow your arm off. They'll maim people. They'll hit your organs and completely rip you apart. They are designed for one use and to kill people. We had a ban on assault weapons that worked very, very well, lowering the amount of deaths. Now we just, they abandoned it. Now it's back in. They should have never got rid of it. And now you're speaking about the border crisis. The border crisis happens this time of year, every year, During Trump 2019, I think they said there was 32,000 immigrants showed up at the border. 2018, there was 28,000 showed up at this time. But the big difference is now there's people that are trying to send family members to protect them from being killed in their homeland country because Trump disabled the right to be able to apply for asylum in that country, took the money and funding from those countries to try to help their government get better jobs, make better lives for their families, and so they're not getting threatened every day and robbed by gunpoint. So these are the times now these these young migrant children are showing up, and Biden has a heart. He never separated family members from their parents at the border like Trump decided. This is the way we're going to do it to stop these migrants. We're going to separate them, take their children away from them to punish them so they can never come back again, or people... More people won't show up at the border. We didn't do that. Trump is the only president that ever separated parents and never reunited them with their family members. And they're still trying to find their family members to this day. And I don't see any problem with Biden having a cheat sheet for newspaper people, people that are reporters, because he's only in office two months. Trump basically pointed his finger at people to take the questions. He never called people out by their names. Biden's trying to be nice to these reporters, call them by their name, and Ducey took plenty of questions, and I think I remember him saying there was 30 reporters in the room, and it was only like 12 questions asked. Is that a correct number? Maybe I'm wrong, but I think there's more than just Fox didn't get called on during that report. And if you remember, if you look at back, Ducey's always trying to throw some, oh, I got you" question at you, trying to make Biden look bad, which... And of I course the, job course the me, news job cuz of course the media never the media the media never did that, did that to a, the media never did
2: that ways. to Trump right, they you did go. a stunning year ago when uh, I found on, out and
7: watch Fox uh, News okay. continuously every night which isn't really Fox News it's a commentary
2: show every I don't think he's going to stop. You can't face so what they say. We're
7: out, as out of time. Five. This is
1: WKOK Sunbury. We'll be back after the no news. Idea what's
7: going on in
1: the world? Thank you so much, great call, Jim. Super points. We'll refute almost every one of them when we come back. Of course, the media never
2: did this anything WK, like that. To Trump. O-
1: this is WKOK O-K, Sunbury. <laughs> Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. We hope to have Stephen Portnoy on the show today. We hope he will call in uh, at any time uh, this hour that he can. We'd very much uh, like to hear from him today, so uh, we will be uh, waiting for that. If not, we'll try to get it in tomorrow. The longer we wait, the longer the interview goes. So (laughs) um, it just depends on uh, his availability this hour. So we'll keep you posted about that getting Stephen Portner, the White House correspondent from uh, CBS on the On the Mark uh, show today. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us one 800 795 You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. We do have open phones. We've talked about Joe Biden's first news conference. Uh, Joe's still fired up about that. Uh, we can talk about immigration and or changes in gun laws that might make us safer. Uh, The president did have some words about that over the weekend, uh, saying that somehow he is going to make it so that we do get some uh, gun laws passed in the U.S. Senate. I'm not sure how that would happen with the filibuster in place, but you never know. Uh, We could talk about that, or uh, maybe there's something else on your mind. So maybe you have a response to one of our good callers already, Stan. Or (laughs) Than, or I believe Jim called in, so they had a lot to say, so we can comment on that. Uh, uh, Here's some brief news headlines. Volunteer firefighters called to a business in Cold Township, Northumberland County, around 8:15 last evening. The Cold Township Fire Department summoned to Cliff Street Tanning, where a fire was located in a laundromat. There, crews were on the scene about an hour. No injuries reported, and thought to be quickly contained, according to Northumberland County 911. Civil discourse when our, in our society could be one of the outcomes of the Lewisburg Children's Museum. Latest activities for kids.
6: We really want to encourage children and families to be emboldened, to stand up for mm. what is right. And we, we hope we can do it in a fun and kid-friendly way.
1: The museum is partnering with the National Constitution Center, the Mock project, and the League of Women Voters of the Lewisburg area to add new virtual classes to their already existing classes related to democracy and their exhibits, the voting booth, and the women's suffrage exhibits, lewisburgchildrensmuseum.org. bit of a milestone at Geisinger last week, they surpassed the 200,000 mark on the number of vaccine doses administered, whether to general community members, including EMA, providers or uh, to their staff. Uh, the milestone, they said, shows now Geisinger had about 211,000 vaccines administered as of Friday. 86% of those did go to members of the community, the rest to staff and individuals within the Geisinger system, but of course you remember they budged to people to the front of the line if you were a family member of a Geisinger worker. Data from the State Department of Health uh, shows, uh, thanks to Geisinger facilities, Montour, Columbia, and Northumberland County have are in the top 10 in terms of vaccination rates in Pennsylvania. Planned Parenthood and other operators of abortion clinics lost in court Friday in their bid to reverse a decades old Pennsylvania court decision upholding limits on the use of state Medicaid dollars for the cost of abortions. The plaintiffs say they'll appeal to the state Supreme Court, the only state court that can repeal the limits on abortion coverage under Medicaid, according to Susan in Fritsch of the Women's Law Project. The loss in the lower Commonwealth Court was expected. A seven-judge panel of the Commonwealth Court ruled with one dissent. Both the abortion clinic operators do not have standing to assert the constitutional rights of low-income women seeking an abortion, and that is bound by the High Court's 1985 decision uh, that is in place. In case you didn't catch, Fox once again being sued for lying. Dominion Voting Systems Friday filed a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News alleging the network purposely aired false claims about the company's role in the 2020 presidential elections in order to boost ratings. We know that that happened. And a big salute today. It is National Vietnam War Veterans Day honoring the men and women who served and sacrificed during the Vietnam War, the second longest conflict in American history. The Vietnam War outlasted four U.S. presidents, lasted nearly two decades, and used more than a half a million military personnel. March 29, 1993, the U.S. finally pulled out of South Vietnam. You can thank a veteran these days. 1993? Oh, 73. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, good catch. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Just can't read what's in front of me.
2: You know, our our last caller, Jim, said that uh, – who was it, Steve Ducey or Peter Ducey would throw a gotcha question at Joe Biden. He didn't stop talking long enough for him to hear what I said. Did the media ever do that to uh, President Trump? They did it all the time. That's part of the press's role, is it not to be – not necessarily – hostile as president trump often was but adversarial for certain they should be demanding answers you know the the president uh, biden what cracked me up they asked him about at the press conference about going to the border you know opening up down there Mm -hmm. he says i will commit to transparency and as soon as i am in a position to be able to implement what we are doing right now if they're doing it right now isn't it already implemented oh wait he was probably stuttering there isn't that a confused statement?
1: I have no idea. To implement
2: what we're doing right now. Anyhow, one of our texters takes me to task. He says, Joe, I never knew you were a certified speech pathologist. Oh, wait, you're not. So stop trying to diagnose someone's speech impairment. You are embarrassing yourself. That's Bill from Dewart's opinion. But I looked something up over uh, during the break, and I think it's important. This is from the Mayo Clinic. Stuttering, also called stammering or childhood onset fluency disorder, is a speech disorder that involves frequent and significant problems with normal fluency in the flow of speech. The president doesn't have frequent and consistent. He has lapses. People who stutter know what they want to say, but have difficulty saying it. For example, they may repeat or prolong a word, a syllable, a consonant, or a vowel sound. That's not what he was doing. He just couldn't get his thoughts together. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying that if he needs notes and things like that, I just question whether or not he can take the give and take of this. And when he says something like, as soon as I'm in a position to be able to implement what we are doing right now, You've got to worry.
1: Well, then you shouldn't have elected a buffoon because Joe Biden on his worst day is still an upgrade. And that's well, why the nation a, put him in there.
2: As a, as a person, he's a fine upgrade. I agree with you completely. If you ask me who I'd rather have a beer with, who I would trust uh, walking my wife down the street, <laughs> Joe Biden. No question. Not at all. No, no question at all. I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't think either of them. Are, well, of course, my really wife's a, not a little girl. If we're idea. a little girl now. I would worry about Joe sniffing her oh hair. Oh, my God. Moving on. <laughs> Look, Mark, if you <laughs> commit a crime as a U.S. citizen, you will not take your kids to lock up with you. That's why kids are separated at the border. I get that. Yeah, there's no argument there. You're absolutely right, Stan. The issue is that once I'm out of prison, you know, if my kid's in foster care or whatever it happens to be or with relatives, I have an opportunity. The U.S. sends the parents back, or President Trump, anyway, would send the parents back to Mexico and keep the kids never to be <laughs> reunited. That's the uh, we have a call coming in. Maybe Stephen Portnoy on uh, well, online two. But... Eric, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
8: Hi, this is Eric, not Stephen, whoever, but whatever. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, so, uh, report card on President Biden three months in. Uh, not perfect, but then who is? Question um, for Joe is this What if you were all encompassing? What would you do to address the border issue?
2: I would do exactly what President Trump had done. I would say that you're not coming across the border. You will stay in the first country that you can get sanctuary in. That's the rule of sanctuary. The people who came from south of Mexico, the first country that they should seek sanctuary in is Mexico. I would do that. I would also reform our current immigration policy to be more fair and to be more encompassing. If we decide how many people we want into this country and we decide what particular qualifications, there should be for admittance, we should then stick to it. Should we build a wall? Only if, if we can't stop it any other way. You know, I think there are things we could do that are fair and humane. Uh, I don't want to see children harmed or uh, thrown back across the border. But right now they're living in um, cramped quarters. There's no separation. You know, these are the things that if Trump were doing it, people on the left would be screaming bloody murder. And you know that I'm right with that, Eric.
8: I don't know that you're right with that. I, I, I see what President Trump had tried to do, build a wall, and then and then really take care of the kids. But my question is, as I look at a, a geography map, I see how absolutely long Mexico is and that these are all going all the way through Mexico. Why isn't Mexico doing anything to stem the tide?
2: They were. They had an agreement with President Trump. They put their Marines on their southern border to stop the crossings. They were and, doing that. And
8: and now now they're just letting them through?
2: I well, mean, because, because they had an agreement with President Trump. I guess they were, there were some quid pro quos there. Mexico was given something it wanted in return for doing something we wanted. And on day one, President Biden signed an executive order stopping it.
1: That's not true. Joe Biden's orders don't affect Mexico. Yes, they do, because they're, the, the catch uh, and release is back. You don't know uh, that. is it the
8: fact that yes, the I drug do. cartels are so in control of Mexico that the Mexican government has thrown up its hands and said, hey, we'll just let these, because my understanding is so many of these kids are being escorted or have paid whatever to have these drug cartels bring them through, and my understanding is the northern part of Mexico, in a lot of ways, is is a lawless area run by the drug cartels. How how is President Biden supposed to start making deals with drug cartels now? Is that what you're saying?
2: (laughs) I don't know. Do the drug cartels run uh, Mexico? See, is that what you I is, don't know.
8: Great answer, Joe, because that's the problem. No one really knows. The, well, Mexico has a government. These kids are coming across during the Biden, uh, during the Trump administration, maybe not in large numbers, but they're coming across because they're seeking. But why is Mexico dealing with them? They're just letting them walk through their entire country.
2: Why? Are, why are their parents separating them? You know, you say that Trump separated parents from their kids. Uh, isn't that what the parents and these kids are doing on their own? They're sending their kids up here with coyotes to cross the border, hoping that eventually they'll get in. Is that a responsible parent's action? I don't think so. I don't think of you know
1: that either, John.
8: It, it indicates the, the desperation which these people have. And until we try to to address some of that desperation, where are we going to go? I mean, uh, what are we supposed to do with these kids? I, I, think, I think President Biden is doing the best he can under the resources and everything he has with it with the situation everyone wants to point their finger like he caused this i, I don't see that when you say oh well he he changed the Remove some of the restrictions and so forth. Trust me, these kids were on the way. Do you know how long it takes to walk the length of Mexico if they come from Guatemala? <laughs>
2: they were on their Happy, way because they were on their way because they knew Joe Biden won the election and he said he was going to let them in. Uh, They—that's what they heard. Even though that's not exactly that's what he said, heard. that's what they that's heard.
8: Exactly correct.
2: And they uh, acted overall,
8: on it. I'm, I'm going to just throw out that I think President Biden's doing a a good job, maybe not a great job. Uh, I remember as soon as the election came down, everyone saying, oh, as soon as Biden gets in there, the stock market's going to crash, we're going to go into recession, or are back into depression, we're going to have, you know, chaos and everything. I think our country is now stronger and a better position we are today than we were certainly since January the 6th, but I would, I'd let just go back to January the 20th. My opinion. No, right. and you're entitled you to it. Other comments?
2: Okay, thank uh, you so as much. As always, Eric. Eric, thank you for Excited. your call. Appreciate, yeah,
1: appreciate it. 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 Take care. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five one. Text Joe, and then we'll uh, take the break. We got a Says, call It Says, "Good already.
2: morning." The Republicans crying about Hunter, uh, Hunter Biden and his personal life over some gun or past drug use is stupid. Trump's children all worked, and. Uh, Lived. lived, I'm sorry, that's the first time it's separated a word, lived in
1: the White House, so anything they did should have been out in the open. Signed, Bob. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. We got one caller standing by. We will be right back.
5: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth.
2: Read the text there, Joe. Quickly. All right, this text says the AR-15 is not any more
1: powerful than any other firearm. Yeah, that is uh, related to Jim who said that these uh, AR15s are somehow will take your head off significant, I you said. right. Uh, well, so will <laughs> a 30-06 or a 308 uh, but which are common hunting rifles. Um, yeah, th- the rifles are definitely dangerous, there's no argument about that, but they're not significantly more dangerous. They sh- they shoot a lot more rounds than uh, most bolt action rifles or a lever action rifle uh, f- faster, but uh, they ra- they're not more powerful per se. Say. Okay. All right. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. Greg, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark.
3: Well, two things, Mark. Number one, Joe Biden does not have a stutter. My mother was a certified speech pathologist. Excuse me. Even saying that's
9: complicated.
3: <laughs> he doesn't have a stutter. He's got memory lapses and thought lapses typical of old age
2: and. Thank you. Airmen. Yes. Thank I you. I couldn't agree with you more.
3: You're. Your memory is getting a little lapse. In the last two weeks, you've used the term buffoon to dis- describe our past president. Oh, and you and I, for over the past year, have had an
1: agreement that we keep your
3: mouth shut about.
1: I know, because I'm sorry. It makes <laughs> yes. you sound
3: like a buffoon on the air. So You're
1: right. Those are I'm my
3: two statements, and I just wanted to remind you.
1: Well, thank you. First of all, on me, yes, you are absolutely 100 percent right. That was a lapse of judgment on my part that I, I decided not to use that disparaging word. I certainly can't raise the level of dialogue around here using that, so I apologize to everybody and to you and to President Trump. You know, that's, it, it, I, I'm above that. I think that's what we're shooting for here. So yeah, you're right again. Would uh, the fact that you had this lapse make you a buffoon? Uh, Just out of curiosity. Sure, I think. Okay. It's, well, I think. I think have more than proven that a pathological liar, as one of our listeners pointed out last weekend. Oh, really? I missed c- that. Certainly, but Cindy said. Oh, that. Cindy said that. Yeah, okay, you that's were right. here for that. Well, she was. She was just. You've just. She forgotten. wasn't really calling you that. All right, we got two calls coming in, but anyway, Greg is still Thank on the line. You. So that's the first one. Uh, the second one, yeah, I agree with you. This is cognitive decline. It isn't stuttering or stammering. Uh, you know, I, I know. Than thinks that maybe the president might be stuttering. There might have been some of that, but it, really, what it is is the president is no longer a spring chicken. He, he doesn't uh, elucidate his thoughts with the same uh, agility that he used to, uh, which is fine. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> he could be the most senile old man in all of history. He's still our president. So, you know, in a way, that doesn't matter much either. And the reason that he's there with any of the shortcomings that he brought to the office is because of his predecessor. But you, you didn't Set make the that same so accommodation low. to President Trump when he was there. Well, I didn't think President Trump had any cognitive issues.
2: No, but, I mean, you're, you were— you're so generous to Joe Biden. You were nowhere near as generous to President Trump.
1: I think Joe, uh, President Trump terms. was judged on his uh, morals and values and ethics and lying, which were <laughs> all very low across the board. Uh, Greg, do you have more? Or you, d- you made nope, two great succinct points. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thank thanks, you. Really yeah, really, thanks, call. I appreciate I think he was probably on hold more than he spoke on the show, so well, that's not ideal. He's welcome to call anytime. Yep, one 800 795 all our callers. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Dan, next up, and then Dennis. Go ahead, Dan. You're on the mark.
10: Hey, good morning, fellas. Well, I think I heard both of you say, I might have heard you are wrong, that Joe Biden's a nice a much nicer guy than President Trump was. Did I hear you both right?
2: You heard me right. Personally, I uh, think he is.
10: Uh, how, how do you ever come up with that? He's <laughs> nice to who? He Yeah, he seems like he's trying to be nice to everybody but us citizens. <laughs> he's he invited everybody in. He's taking away the citizens' jobs.
2: That's 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 not a personal nice. trait. Dan, that's not a personal trait. That's a, pol- a political trait you're talking about. I'm saying exactly. as a human being and as a person, I believe he is a better person than President Trump was. President Ew. Trump was insulting. He did deliberately pick fights with people he didn't need to pick. You know, in many instances, he was not presidential as traditionally being presidential has been defined. But you just see
1: policies...
2: Policies, policies. I agree with you. Don, uh, Donald Trump was much better as the president, but personally, I think Joe Biden wins that battle.
10: Uh, no way, no way at all. Trump, yeah, they, they were against Trump from the get-go. He couldn't be Mister Nice Guy. They wouldn't allow it. They were on him before he was in office, laughing. He'll never be president, which they were hoping they can't. They couldn't get their globalist, globalist agenda done. He is Biden is not a nice guy. No way. Why? Why let you say that on the air? he's he doing terrible things to us here, and he's not going to help the world any. That's for sure. I mean, his policies. Look look at King John Yeom right now. He shot rockets toward Japan again. Under President Trump, he would have never got away with that. China's moving in. Red China's moving into Taiwan closer every day. You watch what's happening there, Joe. You, if you're Mr. Nice guy. You, freedom's gone down the drain in the world under Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> and I'm sick of hearing him being called nice when Trump was the greatest president we've had for in my lifetime and maybe before a little bit. But well,
4: uh, might I do be not back.
10: call Mr. Biden nice guy. I call him communist guy. He's being duped by the left wing of his party into leading us into nothing less than communism is what he's working for and he don't even, I don't think he even knows it because he don't know what he's doing. He doesn't understand it anymore. At one time he was a moderate, but not anymore.
1: What is communism, and wh- how are President Biden's policies communistic?
10: Right. Uh, all his... Right. pro Bringing more people in here to vote.
1: Well, that or isn't communist. More, yeah, right? that's not communist. I think most communist borders are pretty sealed up. Yep, they're tight. Yep. You're not going to walk into a communist a country.
10: And he's bringing them in to get more votes for his party, and he's going to change. He wants to... Uh, load up the Supreme Court with people, his people, as you know, Trump had his people, but Biden's loading them up with his people, and he, they're going to make try to make Washington, D.C., the 51st
1: state. In what? Wait, let me stop you there, Dan. Uh, answer the question, if you don't mind. Um, with... With what President Biden has done, and first of all, define what is a communist country, and in what way are President Trump or President Biden's policies communistic?
10: Well, he's told well, communist told government control of everything. But what he's doing is bringing more government control every day, trying to bring more government control over us, even with firearms. He. That's communistic, right? They're taking away firearms. How many communist countries have firearms for the citizen? Okay.
1: But in the U.S. That's what
10: he's doing. That's communistic. Mark, it's so simple.
1: So is every government regulation. (laughs) You
10: can, too, if you want to
1: is every if you government won't
10: let your college
1: to is let me yeah, just ask your you a quick question interfere with this okay so the, i mean there's probably you know hundreds of gun regulations and adding one more is Teetering over the line makes it communistic, so okay, I'll, I'll we'll stipulate that because that's your argument, and I appreciate that. Uh, is every government regulation communistic then? So any any regulation that anybody, any president or legislature makes, is that communistic just because it does some has a control fashion?
10: No, but that's a good example right there, and the new green deal. That's communistic. When there's no, there's no such thing. And take my word for it. There's no such thing as global climate change.
1: <laughs> you Caused take Dan's by word. man. <laughs> All right. by man. All right. We got you. All right. And
10: that's that's the sun. We contribute. Yeah, man contributes maybe at the most. At the most,
1: Dan, did 5%, you notice?
10: and that's being generous.
1: <laughs> okay, well that's fine. Did you notice that's how? Another, uh...
10: <laughs> he got us back in the globalist green agenda again, and we're the only country that's online doing anything about it. We're okay. China right. just keeps on polluting. They don't care about that. They don't
1: all right, it, Dan, we've got to get another caller. They laugh
10: all the way to the bank.
1: Well, Dan, we got to get another caller. Okay,
10: you guys have a
11: great you one. You too. All right. Yep.
1: Uh, Dennis, right before the break, last caller before the break, got another call coming in. Go ahead, sir, you're on the mark.
11: Yes, good morning. I'm going to sort of revert back to the border issue. Last uh, week, midweek, I was watching ABC News, and, and there was a young female reporter who spoke fluent Spanish and she was interviewing some of these people oh that's and, that
5: Martha Raddatz
11: uh, no it wasn't Martha
1: oh okay somebody,
11: somebody that was on the border um, she looked Spanish herself but I you know you don't want to label people but anyway she was speaking and she interviewed these two little boys and she asked her age nine and ten she, they didn't identify if they're brothers or if they were friends but she asked them oh yeah where this is she, a package on ABC News yeah that's who it is it's It's Martha Raddatz Raddatz, though I know who Martha Raddatz is
1: okay all right moving on anyway go
0: ahead
11: but anyway she much younger than Martha but anyway um they 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 explained to her in Spanish that you know their parents sent them this way and they explained there were 22 days walking now I know you're in a crowd of other people there's thousands walking but I always look at it pragmatically who fed these people for 22 days I mean, where did these little boys lay their head down for an hour or two? You know what I mean? It's like, it there's got to be a complicity or something on the other end for the push too. You know, we always look at it what we're trying to do on our end of the deal, but you know. And she, the little boys took off their hats and they showed her inside the hats. The the mother wrote the contact person they're supposed to be sent to in the United States. She, they weren't clear if they were relatives or friends, but. I I mean, I just find that really, you know, sad and bizarre that you would send a 9- and 10-year-old on a, you know, 1,200-mile walk. I don't know. But, I mean, it was very good. And it wasn't a fox. (laughs) Everybody blames fox for everything. But this was an ABC News reporter. It was very well done. So, you know, I mean, there there was proof that kids are coming themselves. You know, if anybody wants to question, uh, and uh, that was it was really good. And last
2: Very week and uh, last week I was watching MSNBC's Morning Joe in the morning and they actually were laying the problem on Biden's doorstep, which I thought was amazing. You know, although yeah. and he does bear the responsibility for creating a problem that didn't exist or was on the verge of being solved. And now it's not. And, you know, these kids, if you look at Senator Cruz's video, which they did the best to block him from taking, these kids are not socially distanced. They're not in ideal surroundings by any stretch of the imagination. If this were Trump, the left would be yelling bloody murder.
11: But if I remember correctly, Obama administration. I'm not saying him personally, but Obama's administration were the ones that were separating kids and putting them in cages. Especially.
2: Right. They built the cages. I love that. That was a picture they showed and tried to blame it on Trump, but it was President Obama.
11: <laughs> and it did follow under Trump for a while. I mean, I'm not yep. going to give Trump a pass on this, but he well, did eventually put a stop to that. And now it seems to be coming back. So there was a stoppage to it. I mean, I don't know how well I'm not on the border to see myself, but my point is is that the constant bashing that Trump did everything wrong, wrong, you know, look at the history there. I don't know how far back it could have went back to George W. Bush separating. I don't know that, you know, but I do know it was Obama really was separating so All right, good to point. That
1: in. All right, All we right. got you, Dennis. Thank you, Thank Dennis. you so much Thanks for, for calling. checking Thanks. in. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, we got one call coming in. That'll leave one line open after that is uh, ocupado. Uh, give us a buzz, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WDKOK.com. Welcome back to WDKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We haven't called enough attention to him, but he's Rio, Mr. Rubb Center, fabulous producer, taking good care of us, pulling up... Uh, the great uh, bumper music with Eric Clapton, so we appreciate that. Thank you, sir. one 800 is the telephone number for the open line. Al has been waiting a uh, exceedingly long time, 20, 30, 40 minutes or so to get on the line. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
6: Good morning. Uh, I'm not worried about waiting that long, but I, I wanted to call today and I uh, I was kind of reluctant, but for me it's hard to say, but we got a president of the United States right now, and I'm not proud of it, and I'm concerned, but he's a fake, and he's a disgrace to the Catholic religion, Um, and I think he's going to get us in a lot more trouble around the world than they thought President Trump would, and people are going to test him. People see his uh, disabilities, and they're going to play on them. And he's he's nothing more now than a worn-out old puppet.
2: Sort of the howdy duty of politicians, huh?
6: Yeah, he, he had his day. He was there forever. Uh, he's a real politician, but he, he's a has-been, and he, he's dangerous. And he's a fake, and, and any Catholic that doesn't appreciate uh, the sanctity of life uh, cannot take communion, and if he does, it, that's where the fake part comes in. Wait, now, what's He it? In his own heart.
1: Why shouldn't he, can, he take communion? I mean, if he goes to, I guess he goes to Mass, I don't know. Is he there, does? Is, oh, he does, okay. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't he take communion?
6: Because he uh, agrees with abortion.
1: Right, but isn't that just something you're thinking? I mean, uh, he doesn't produce no, abortion. No,
6: can't do that. He can't do that. Oh, he you have to think
1: to pro-life in order to take communion. So there, of all the, the 50 million Catholics in the U.S. Uh, who take communion, all of them are thinking as they're taking that, well, not as they're taking it, but in their life when this comes up, that life is sacred and they are pro-life 100%.
6: Yes, sir.
1: Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's Joe Biden's the only one, huh? He's th- the only outlier. I think we've run rings around you logically, Al. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I think he may be uh, well, not.
6: you get sarcastic, I just get sarcastic back, and I you gotcha. like it. So.
1: I got gotcha. you. Okay. Right. Right. It's a it's an entertainment show, if nothing else here. So I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, you know, he supports pro-choice policies for other people while he happens to be a pro-life individual, and as a Catholic. You know, so I, I see the irony there. But I don't think just being a person who uh, favors the idea that other people can make the choice in their lives prohibits you from receiving communion. Otherwise, there'd be a lot hey, well, more people not We've getting. talked in this program before about religious zealotry.
6: I think, I think he's not looking deep enough into his soul that he can't take his religious conviction over a worldly... Long. Well, that uh, may
2: be, I mean, but yeah, here's here's the problem. Issue. We're we're not a religious show here. So what he does or doesn't do in his personal faith is between him and God. Yeah, but that's, just my opinion, that's between you know, all right. The but
5: Catholics. gotcha. But
2: Got there you. are other there are a lot of Catholics who have subscribed to some parts of the faith and not to others. Some resonate strongly with them. What some do you guys don't. Call them a menu cafeteria Catholics. Oh, that's right. So there are I, many people I, like I that. I
6: wanted to the letter that uh, President Trump. Uh, said at the National Day of Prayer the letter he sent over and Father uh, didn't want me to do that because there was letters for Biden and he said then we'd have to do them all but we are separating the church and the state but uh, most Catholics really appreciated President Trump and his public stand on uh, pro-life
2: Right. But I think in this case the President Biden's, you know, faith should have nothing to do with his office, and he's got to separate those two. You may not like his religious policies or his policies from a religious standpoint, but he is still the president of people who aren't Catholics, who are Jewish, who are Muslim, who are a lot of other faiths that we have in this country. He's representing them, too, and he can't just say, well, I'm a Catholic. I'm going to represent the Catholics. I think we'd all be upset if that's what he said.
6: Well, then they wouldn't have to vote for him.
2: <laughs> Some right. probably but if didn't.
6: You, do vote for him, you know that he's a Catholic and that's the way he should probably be thinking. So, in other words, the heck with your religion. I'm going to be a politician and that's more important to me. To me, the, well, the other way around.
2: Using your logic, people would have said, well, I'm a Catholic. Joe Biden's a Catholic. I'm going to vote for him. I don't care what Donald Trump does.
6: Yeah, but he's not, uh, he's not in good standing.
1: I see. Okay. Okay. All right, we got you. Thank you Thank so you. much, Al. Really appreciate the call. Um, okay, we're on schedule. Uh, Tom, you're next up, then Margaret. Go ahead, Tom.
6: Good morning, guys. Uh, last week, I turned to uh, the PBS channel. Uh, it was the night news. And uh, what they were reporting on and what is not seen and not reported on often or talked about Uh, They interviewed a a mother from the uh, Guatemala. She was, uh, uh, what, a Mayan mother up there. Uh, Her 16-year-old son tried, because of what Biden was saying, come to get to America. He was murdered. Uh, The 14-year-old son, his ambition was to try next. And then they interviewed two children, a 9-year-old and a 13-year-old, two little girls. Uh, female reporter had them they were sent on their own by their parents either one or both uh, to try to get to america and and you just wonder how many of these and and you hear about it that they're raped abused murdered uh but none of that is uh is is often reported or shown and i know it might be difficult because we don't have that many people obviously with eyes in central america or mexico but uh biden has got to be aware of this schumer pelosi and it's They talk about humanity. There's just no humanity in
2: this. That's a good point. I I agree with you. You know, it's, it's a touchy situation. Did President Trump handle it perfectly? Probably not. Is President Biden doing a better job? Absolutely not. You know, we need to address this issue, and for that to happen, we need the Republicans and the Democrats for once in their lives down there to say, we're going to work together and going to come up with a humane and decent solution to this problem, and it's going to cross political lines, and I'm going to give a little bit, you're going to give
1: a little bit, but we're going to get it done, and we're going to be a better place for having done it. Well, and I've always said, you know, I I know President Trump was often viewed as being uh, uh, overly uh, aggressive at the border in terms of separating families and that sort of things. But I honestly think that border security is a national security issue. It isn't just an immigration issue. And it's really wholly and patently unfair that someone sneaks over the border and starts to enjoy any kind of a life, albeit as an illegal individual in the US, I understand that, but starts to enjoy any kind of the benefits or, or, or any of the aspects of living in the country when there's hundreds of people waiting in line outside the border trying to get in through the legal process. It's patently unfair. Our border's porous, and which is a huge homeland security issue. To send the Homeland Security Department down there to deal with kids is wonderful. But what about the fact that, I mean, a Saudi terrorist or somebody else with a bomb could come across the uh, border at any other time? And I think people have pointed out that, you know, X percent, you know, maybe most of the immigrants are from Central America. But uh, many of the people coming in illegally are not from Mexico. They're from other countries as well. Anyway, Tom, we'll give you the last word, and we got to take a quickie break. Margaret's, Margaret's been quite patient, so you go ahead, sir.
6: Well, they just can't keep waving this banner and saying they are doing a good thing uh, when they're taking in all these young children from that from that part of the world. Uh, uh, there's no way of, uh, of of how do you measure, uh, you know, the, the, the number of lives that have been destroyed coming north. They, 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 it, it's obvious; it's there; it's happening. But yet uh, Biden said himself during his campaign and then even afterward, bring the surge on. And uh, certainly we could take one to two million, you know, a year without an issue. Uh, he just can't wave his his, uh, his his good deed doing it and uh, and, and cross this off. He, uh, he's not doing what he's saying.
1: All right. We got you. Thank, thank you. thank you so much, Tom. Really appreciate the call. Uh, let's do Margaret prior to the break. We'll have time for one more caller. Uh, Margaret, you go right ahead. Thanks for waiting.
9: Oh, you're welcome. Uh, no problem whatsoever. Uh, in full disclosure, Van Mitchell is my husband. <laughs> and <they were> just <laughs> Lucky <laughs> uh, you. About that first. Uh, basically, it was something that Van said. I, k- I kind of heard Joe say it, and Dan said, yep, that's what he said, but I, I wanted to correct it. Joe, did you say you could not imagine sending your grandchild 2,000 miles on the road? Yes. Yes. Okay, I know how strongly you feel about your children. I feel very strongly about my children, my grandchild. I could never imagine doing something like that. Do you imagine that other grandparents feel the same way? Or other parents feel that strongly for their children?
2: Sending them on a 2,000-mile trip unaccompanied? No,
9: no, no, answer my question. Well, what's your question?
2: I'm asking you what your question question is.
9: My question is, do you think other grandfathers slash fathers feel that strongly about their children as you do?
2: Well, I assume they do.
9: Okay, you assume they do. I, I assume they do, too. I can't imagine why someone, just because they're from Guatemala, they feel differently about their children. Well, so what's this your point? It's very human thing. My human, my point is, could you imagine how bad a situation must be if you are willing to send these children, that you can't stand being out of your sight, but if you're willing to send these children 2,000 miles in hopes that they get, something Could sending them you with a, imagine how bad their situation must be
2: no I Where can't because there there's pictures of them on their cell phones the kids have yes, yes, the yes, kids yes. have been Brit, fed now let me answer your question. Let me answer, your question let me answer your question they imagine have cell phones they have they have other things I can't imagine any circumstance where I would put my grandchild or my son in the hands of somebody from a drug cartel and trust them to take them a 1,000 miles up the coast of Mexico or up Mexico and drop them off in the United States and expect that the kids would be better off for it. They'd be better off if I made the trip with them and we both applied for uh, immigration status at the border. But before I would let my grandchild or my son or daughter go
1: alone, I would go with them. Okay, go ahead, Margaret.
9: He keeps interrupting me. Is he done interrupting me?
1: Uh, well, I think you guys are participating in an interruptathon. But anyway, you have now, the floor now, so enjoy. He's just
9: saying exactly what I said. Uh, he could not imagine going. So therefore, the situation that these parents are encouraging the children to go—could you imagine how bad that is? Could you even imagine how bad that is? What would happen to your life to force you to send your grandchild off?
2: I wouldn't be forced to do it. I would make some other. No, I wouldn't. I'm giving
9: you a situation. I would make another.
2: You didn't hear what I said. I would go myself. I would go with them before I would would turn them over to some third party. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a a great argument. Listen, there is no circumstance These
9: people are doing something.
2: There is no circumstance my heart
9: breaks. For them. My heart breaks for them. There is no circumstance right, that's, that's under which
2: I, I would allow that. someone to take my grandchild or take my child that I didn't know and that I had to pay money for. I would go myself and I would knock on the door and say, "Please let me in with my, my Mr. Biden, please let me in T-shirt." that someone I'm, bought and paid for
1: and gave to me. But, uh, but uh, Margaret, you heard the answer. Joe started out by saying, I don't know, and that's the key. Yeah, 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 so yeah, that, yeah I know, uh, I know. That's reality the reality is we
9: all know what we would do for our children. We'd give our children our lungs if they needed them. And Joe's saying that he can't imagine a parent would do that. He's, he's not even thinking this through. And, and one other thing before I hang up, please ask Dan to look up what communist means he's probably <laughs> talking nazi not communist but it's definitely not communist tell him to look it up right. you know thank All you right. so much That's i have to thank- say Talk to you later, guys. Yep, Bye.
1: Appreciate the call. Uh, 1-800- oh, No, scratch that. We won't have time, but we have lots of texts and emails to catch up on. Lines are busy, so uh, folks, we won't have time for any more callers, but we do have some things to read on the radio, which we will do momentarily.
5: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and
1: All right, Joe, you got some work cut out for me. I'll look that up later. Uh, let's uh, do this email from Dennis and then the texts just
2: in tr- just for the sake of argument looked up the unemployment rate in Guatemala. It's 2.51%, which is better than here in this country. Right. It's that's the published version. We talked right. about Right, Of course, that. you know how they lie down there. So. <laughs>
1: it just doesn't reflect yes, the yes. real unemployment but okay.
2: That's all. Okay. I'm, I'm being taken to task here oh by gosh, a fellow Catholic, I believe. The code of canon law of the Catholic Church prohibits any form of support and promotion of abortion. Joe McGranahan should know that. One cannot be in good standing with the Church, and in his role as president, he influences others by supporting abortion and thus places in himself, epso facto, in excommunication. It does not have to be pronounced by the Pope or a Bishop. I applaud the few priests who withheld communion from Biden. Nothing worse than a Catholic giving a bad example. All Signed right. by
1: Dennis. Great answer. Thank you so much, Dennis. Appreciate that. Uh, this one starts here, right here.
2: Oh, come on. We send hundreds of millions of dollars to the Latin American countries, yet they continue to send them north and their, uh, in their new uh, Nikes with their cell phones and Biden shirts. The kids coming uh, north. uh, Well, we lost that one. North, wait kid coming north, uh, are being trafficked by the Mexican drug cartels and forced into indentured servitude to repay their debt. Why do Democrats think modern-day slavery is a good thing? That's what's happening because of Biden's open border
1: policies. Wow, you did it. Good for <laughs> you. That, <laughs> that one was tricky. <laughs> that was in seven different panels, folks. All, all of them all, at different all places. All torn apart and cut apart in different spots.
2: Well, that's because I learned years ago to read one line
1: while I'm looking for the next okay, okay. so that, that helped you this All one right. is one panel the right
2: people there. came here illegally then use our judicial system against us to game it to their benefit All right this is another one and self-contained To answer this caller's question it is American non-government organizations that are supporting these caravans of illegals they are traitors to America. And then Biden isn't a nice guy. He's a politician that has honed the skill of hiding his true intentions and feeding over, feeling over a 47-year political career. The onset of
1: dementia has lifted that veneer from him. All right. Nicely done, texters and emailers, and Joe. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Uh, we'll pick up where we left off tomorrow. We'll see if we can get met up with Stephen Portnoy or somebody else from CBS on these good topics. And, of course, more importantly, we'll open up the phones. WKOK Sunbury.